need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> so welcome back. You always laugh when I do the hi, like you don't know I'm about to do the hi. I know, because it, it, it just still hits a pitch that I'm not ready for each time. So it's just like a giggle of confirmation. But welcome back, Boo Crew. Holy oh. shiitake. Wow. I mean, we yes, we went live. Yes, we talk on our social media all the time with gratitude. But when I tell you that episode, the Minnesota in episode one this last week blew our minds, I mean, truly five. I mean, I think it's 500, right? 500 downloads. Yeah. In this current moment when recording. So we record on Sundays and we go live on Thursdays. So like it's going to be way higher because y'all are the best. But in this current moment, we are at 500 plus downloads. And, you know, we, we're learning about what that means in the podverse. But like, it's kind of a big deal. You guys are really supportive. And it's been crazy. Crazy how supportive. And Becca and I have these funny little goals that we thought were really funny, you know, before we launched this podcast of things that we really want you guys to message us with. Like, yeah, I downloaded the podcast and I'm going to listen to it on my commute to work on Monday. Pardon me. <laughs> That's yep. so cool. Or like while you're walking with your family or while you're cleaning or like the times that we listen to podcasts, we want you all. Yeah. Like that was just the goal that we just wanted someone like, okay, this was a more longer term goal. But the fact it happened week one is amazing that we would be somebody's personal development. <gasps> What? Like, I still need, we all still need to be personally developed, but the fact that, like, coming out of the gates that that's how we've made at least one person feel has been, like, that's what shakes us the most. Aside, numbers aside, how you guys are messaging us and how it's made you feel is, like, the bigger dream here, and it's just been so amazing. <laughs> and I know that I freaked out the most when this happened because... If y'all have known me previous to listen to this episode, you know that when I listen to a podcast that really has an effect on me or there's something in an episode, I screen record it and obviously give credit where credit is due. And oh my gosh, on Thursday, when episode one dropped, we, we were tagged in a screen recording of something that we were saying in the pod that touched one of our listeners and they quoted us, you know, like they literally put the quotations, you put the quotations around something that we said and then tagged us. Yeah. And I was like, oh my, oh my goodness, that's so cool. Pull all the hearts, all the heartstrings, all the heartstrings. <laughs> oh, so cool. So cool. So that takes us into, we're going to say, we're going to give a review, a few, few reviews of the week, which is usually we'll do one, but this was a week and Reviews of the week came from the mini-sode and episode one, so we were getting them rolling in, coming in hot. We got a couple, but I'm going to start it off with our OG Boo Crew member, Mel, at Twin Boy Mama on Instagram. So I loved this. The title was Boo Crew Love. OG Boo Crew member here. I've been listening to AMQ and Becca for a while, and let me tell you, they never disappoint. 
They talk real life issues that we are all feeling and bring laughter at the same time. I'm not sure how they do it, but it's pure magic. This podcast is incredible. You will love their dynamic energy and their sass. I highly recommend this podcast to all. Like, oh, okay. oh, God, the best. Oh and one that I particularly really liked was Taylor. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, AMQ, Taylor Bossert. Mm-hmm. Okay. At Taylor Bossert on Instagram. And she has also popped into our DMs and just like brought us to tears. Um, but best self-love podcast. These two girls are funny and also the most amazing people I have had the pleasure of listening to. Their outlook on everything is seriously a breath of fresh air. Stop it. Oh my God. From sharing their real raw truths of what they have overcome to just being the funniest people ever, they will for sure help your mood. They have also helped me with the way I see myself and I have the most respect for these two. And trust me when I say this is a podcast you need to listen to. Stop. Oh, oh, don't. I can't even look at you. Like, D- stop it. On. I can't even make sure. I, <laughs> I, I saw you. Her eyes are filling up with water as I'm reading it. So I'm going to need to not make direct eye contact with AMQ via the Zoom screen. For at least a three Mississippi. I'm so bad. I'm so bad at this stuff, guys. I've seen this <laughs> review like about 18 times. I screenshotted it. I put it on my stories. I put it on the I Got You Boo story. I've seen it in my phone. I've seen it on Apple Podcasts. And I'm still crying. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> so it, ridiculous. It hits every time. Every time. Okay, one more. From fellow podcaster and good friend of mine, Marie Barker. At Marie Barker Wellness. On Instagram. Love this. The the title of the review. I think the titles of the reviews are my new fave. Thing. Yes. Yes. The title of the review in capitals is Fire Starters. <laughs> Need a hit of energy? Listen to these firecrackers for two seconds and your life will be better for it. Love the realness being served up here. I'm okay with being a fire starter. Yeah. Like just call me a match. 100%. <laughs> Love, love these. So we're definitely going to be uh, making, I'm still wiping my tears. Everything's going to be fine. Oh, she's great. Okay. You look great. You're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was so good. The point is yeah. that we appreciate you. And also we love reading these because it lets us know what you guys love, but also like, let's be real here. It's they're really, it's really good for the pod. If you uh, drop a review <laughs> and we have no problem telling you that I'm shameless. So we appreciate you. And we're grateful and we could literally do an entire episode on talking about how we're grateful, but we won't. And we will continue with these reviews of the week moving forward. Yes, we will. Which a review of the week would be nothing without a peak of the week. So we do have a peak of the week that we wanted to share. Basiliki writes in that she practiced self-care every day for the past three weeks. I think that this is the hardest thing. Huge win. Huge win. Because staying consistent with like your workouts and stuff is one thing or like just any way that whatever look showing up looks like for you is hard Mm -hmm. to do consistently. So practicing self-care in a way that like you feel good about taking care of yourself or you've done anything that makes you feel good for three weeks, that's a really big win. Shout out to you, boo. And we just had uh, Blue Monday pass, you know, and Blue Monday is always that time for those of you who don't know what Blue Monday is, it's just that time in January, you get to that point. She doesn't know. Okay, so you know when you see those memes and they're like, January 1st, everyone, okay, this is not relevant to the current state of the world, but you remember remember when we like went outside? Okay, cool. So <laughs> when there's people 
at gyms and they're all on treadmills and it's like oh, you know, yeah. packed, right? That meme of like everyone on a treadmill January 1st and then it's like mm-hmm. January 20th. It's back to being, you know, not empty, but just regular. So it's that it's that joke, which is terrible that, that that's a joke, but it's because habits are hard. They're not easy to implement and you need to stack your habits in order for them to become habits. So it's not easy. So Blue Monday came and went and you made it through those three weeks, Blue Monday included. Blue Monday is like that day on the calendar where statistically over years and years and years and years and years of stats collecting is it's by that day people have given up on their whatever it was, that new habit that they were trying to start as of January 1st. So like claps and snaps. Yes. Habits could be a whole, probably will be a whole episode because that's so huge. 100%. And think about all the years you've taken to create habits that you are currently doing, but you probably don't even realize it. Yeah. So to make new ones, again, takes a really long time, but let's just save that for another episode. Write it down. Do you have your peak? Is the obvious peak being the huge launch? You know what? Uh Uh-oh. Actually, yes. But I feel like we just talk about that stuff all the time. Yeah. You guys are like, we get it. You love (laughs) us and the pod. (laughs) We just stop sharing. (laughs) We won't. Okay, Linda. (laughs) We won't. Yeah. (laughs) We won't. Um, Okay. So couple, fine. I'm going to do two pieces of the week. One is pod related. One, Thursday night. Episode one has been live for like 18 and a half minutes. No, it was a little bit more than that, obviously. And we get an email from Apple Podcasts being like, hey, hey, you guys are on the charts for the relationships category on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Becca and I were like, we just got an email from Apple Podcasts. First of all, I didn't even know we got those. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. second of all, I mean, being on a chart, like on a chart, just it, that was cool. So that was a huge... Pl- just blew my mind. Peak of the week, literally for me, that it just happened like hours ago. So I don't know about all you guys, but in quarantine, I have developed a lot of roles that I didn't have pre-quarantine. One of them being a hairdresser. Not to myself, because then no, (laughs) I haven't cut my hair in almost a year and it's fine. Uh, My roots, other problem, totally different story. But my husband, he needs hair. Like you can't, he hit the way his hair grows. If you guys can imagine like a Yu-Gi-Oh character, that's how his hair grows out to the sides. It's very, <laughs> it's like he stuck his finger in a socket and he's been electrocuted. He looks like a cartoon character. It's kind of like a Chia pet, how it grows. It just grows straight up. Yeah. Out, like in all directions. So up on the top of his head, but a, a sideways outward. It's just, it's, it's cute. It's real cute. So <laughs> I need to be a hairdresser. Around in about every four weeks. Now, um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we've been pretty busy with the pod launching and everything. So his haircut kept on getting delayed. And then today I was like, we're going to do it. I'm going to be, I'm going to be wife of the year. So for the first time in this entire almost year, I cut his hair. So shaved, did all the nice, you know, did it all, cut, shaved, all of it. And I wasn't, I did, we didn't argue. (laughs) I didn't get frustrated with myself and he liked it. There you go. That's a good win. Oh my gosh. It was like, it was even peak of the week. Peak of the week is him looking in the mirror and being like, okay. And just moving on with his day. Yeah. I was like, yes, I did it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's a good one. Hey, take your wins where we can get them these days, right? Yeah. 
I am not going to also stop talking about how this past week we actually got to witness the first female vice president of the United States be sworn in. Yes. Even more than that being the peak of the week, though, it was also that I was feeling really down about not being able to share that moment with my students because when those moments have happened in my career, I've been able to share it with my kids, and I wasn't able to do that this time. However, what was really cool is on Zoom during homeroom, because our virtual homeroom, on Wednesdays, and just seeing all my girls of all different backgrounds, races, and colors, even the boys in class, the humans of my class, I'll say, cheering and knowing that they're going to be growing up and entering their teen years, seeing a woman in the high, one of the highest offices of our government and seeing that themselves represented. Mm. So powerful. It's so, so powerful. powerful. Yeah. So powerful. So, and just seeing them all like cheering, like, yeah, like they, they look like me. Like I look like her. Like, like it, it was just a really, spe- even though it was on a screen, it still didn't take away from the fact that it was a really powerful conversation and just being able to not like shy away from those things and how, why is that a big deal? You know? So yeah, that was my peak. That's a great peak of the week. We are also sharing some, uh, you want to do fails and faves first or would you rather's first? Cause I, I say fails and faves. <laughs> fails. Okay. Fails and faves first. Let's go with faves first. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My fave, I have always wanted to, I've been seeing everybody use these like crimpers and waivers and I just really wanted to try one out. They're intimidating beasts of, (laughs) it looks like essentially three curling irons that you can like clamp and use. So I threw, and my hair does not usually hold a curl very well and I had flat ironed it first, but I love it. It's my fave. I got the Bondi Boost waiver, Bondi. I think it's Bondi Boost. It's really not really that expensive. I think it was like 40, 50 bucks with a discount. Love it. It's my new favorite tool. Highly recommend. This is not an ad, by the way. We're just sharing some things that we tried out and loved. They are very intimidating looking though. They're like, yeah, like we're small, right? <laughs> like we're not very tall people. No. So you hold them out. It's like, mm-hmm. it literally looks, you know what it looked like to me? It looks like a waffle maker. I was just, stop it. I was just gonna say, it's like, I'm, I'm literally, I'm putting a George Foreman on my fucking hair. Yeah. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. I'm holding a George Foreman grill and I'm clamping it on my, but it was a lot easier to maneuver <laughs> than I thought. What's that song? Isn't that a rapper? Call me George Foreman because I'm selling everybody grills. Um, that was what yeah. I was doing, but it, I love it. <laughs> so that's my fave of the week. That and pimple patches, two faves. Oh, None of this is sponsored. This okay. is just some stuff that we love that we want to share your way. You, so Bondi Boost, go grab one if you are interested in a waiver. It's a good Waffle maker, true. <laughs> waffle waves, your hair. Oh. Do you have a oh. fave? Okay, you know what? I just changed my fave. <laughs> okay, okay. Fave. Love a good plot twist. So we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it with things that are for me. It's thematically like what's really come in handy during this time. So okay, to give a little bit of a background, I'm plant based. Been plant based for it's a little bit over three years now. All of my vegan friends, for literally forever since I've become vegan, have told me, get an air fryer. And I'm like, this bitch. <laughs> why? But why? Why do I get an air fryer? It's, and then I'm like, it's just like an oven. It's not. It's like, why? It's not. Like it's an oven. not. I know. <laughs> but I know. But I did. You know, I was like, it's, it's guys, you know what? You, okay. First of all, it's like $100. Do you know what I've spent $100 on without batting an eyelash and I didn't get this thing? It has changed our domestic partnership. <laughs> like... 
we are happier. <laughs> we are we are happier because everything takes less time. Like you don't have to be waiting for forty minutes for root veggies. You know, like you put your all your potatoes and onions and all that stuff in. It's not like an hour later. So this air fryer has changed the game. When I want, you know, a, like a quick snack, and I'm like, okay. Kale chips, make them. Sweet potato fries. First of all, I don't know if you've ever tried to make sweet potato fries in an oven or- Oh, it's so hard. If you've tried to fry them yourself. Yeah. And then you're like, why is it not like the restaurants, you know? And I remember going to a restaurant here in Toronto, like last year, again, when that was a thing, and asking them what they did. And this girl literally said, we use an air fryer. And I was so against air fryers that to the waitress, I was like, oh, I don't know. I just don't see why they're necessary. Like this woman is telling me, I just made the perfect sweet potato fries that you're asking me about. And then I was like, I poo-pooed on her parade when she told me how she made them. <laughs> so point of story. <laughs> like, poo-poo way. Poo-pooed on her parade. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> You shit on her parade. Her face, though. <laughs> poo -poo. Her face when I was like, I don't see why those are necessary. She was literally like, what? I just told you why they're necessary. Oh, my gosh. So now we use it. I think we use the air fryer once a day. Point is, I don't even want to say, I mean, we could, I could toss out a bunch of brands. It doesn't even matter. The one that I got, literally, I got it because it's red and I'm obsessed with all things red in my kitchen, but it's literally a game changer. 10 out of 10 recommend. And honestly, I'm not saying just that, like for plant-based people. I just know my plant-based friends were like, when you're eating that much, that, that the volume of vegetables that we are taking in and the volume of carbs that we're taking in, being able to spend less time cooking them mm -hmm. and batch cook that type of stuff it has been a game changer. So, And you can literally air fry anything, anything. Anything. And you basically need no oil. Like you, mm -hmm. you need like a little spritz spritz of oil. It's honestly, oh, it's just. I love that for so you. There you go. There's my, there's my fave. Love that for you. All right, guys, it's about that time that we talk about fails of the week. And I'm just going to tell you right here and now. If you have a husband that you don't want to hear talking about lady bits, I suggest you put them in a quiet place because here's my fail. <laughs> I get really excited to record the podcast. I get really excited. And because we are not able to meet up with our friends yet, the way that I show up for the pod recordings are the way that I would show up to a social engagement because this is what it looks like now. So I shave, I shave my legs. I shave everything from my pits to my lady bits to sit in front of the screen and record on Zoom with you, AMQ, you're welcome. <laughs> However, I got a little too happy and I was trying, I don't know who I thought I was in the shower. I think I thought that I was a yoga instructor on the beaches of Hawaii because the positions that I was in to like get the spots, I was like, I'm killing it. I'm doing great. I'm going to feel easy breezy, beautiful cover girl when I get out of this shower. So I get out of the shower. And so you don't break. <laughs> so I get out of the shower voice noting with AMQ about, I don't even know what. And I was like, oh shit, did I get my, I think I got my period like a week early. Oh my God. But I was like, I didn't get any of the cramping or any of like the pre, I usually know like the second I get it. So I was like, this is crazy. And I go, no, 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 no. It was not my period, my friends. When I tell you it was a slice and dice, it looked like I took like the, <laughs> it, I might as well put like a zucchini thing, <laughs> like, you know, like it spirals. Point of story oh, is that I- A mandolin? 
Yeah, I took I sliced my lip. And it was bleeding. So I had no choice but, like, I was like, how do you do this? So I was laying on my bed. I'm going to put this mental picture up for all of you. Laying on my bed, trying to get it to stop. and like had Voice to, noting me. Yes. Had to use toilet paper to, like, just keep it there. To, like, like you would anything else. Like, when, you, when guys shave their face and they have to, like, keep that piece of paper on there to help it stop. I thought that I lost part of my lady bit. I was like, she gone. She's gone. There's she can't come back from this. It was devastating and that was my fail. And I had to just like pat pat the boot. And I was oh. like, I'm just gonna be here. She's like, what are you up to? I was like, you really wanna know what I'm up to? Let's take a seat, AMQ, and I will tell you what the fuck I'm up to. Cause shit is getting really real over here. Bruno, my dog, Bruno is a pug, and he was like, What are you doing? Like <laughs> even I could even tell that he was judging me. He was like, Ma. Oh. He has that face, though. <laughs> it's just his yeah. face. So that was my face. Everything's fine now. If you're wondering the update, um, I am healed and I am thriving. Great. So great. I'm so glad that I could experience that twice. <laughs> <laughs> experience it twice. <laughs> All right. What's your fail of the week? It's a theme of vaginas for the fail. Mm. <laughs> what else to tell you? You're going to learn a lot about me. Quickly. We're coming in hot episode two talking so, about our Pikachus. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, listen, plot twists here. Just throwing you guys. So, my husband has an obsession with things having homes. Okay? He is such an advocate, and I agree with him 100%. Okay? I'm the chaotic one. He's the orderly one. And I'll always be like, where is this? And his answer is always like, why doesn't that have a home? Totally totally acceptable question. 100%. No, it's not. I want to smack him just thinking about him saying that. I want to just back in the <laughs> shit out of him. Andrew, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just kidding, Andrew. I mean, I'm, I'm always like, oh, he's so right. And I, as soon as I ask if he knows where something is, I wince knowing what he's about to say next. You know, I'm like, oh, I know it's coming. Okay. The worst. The worst. So, so for this, same thing. Ex- same thing in the sense of, you know, I had to take care of my bits and pits and all that stuff because we're in a gray zone here and I really miss my wax lady sugar waxing oh my god so much. anyway so it was too much it had been too long and I was like fine I'm doing it so I finally finally do it and to take care of my lady bits Becca told me a little while back to use a certain oil so I got myself jojoba oil what I also have is castor oil for my eyebrows to help my eyebrows grow. It doesn't work, but I tell myself it does. Overplucked eyebrows. We went through this last time. I am supposed to have a little container in my bathroom that has all of the oils that I use, you know, like echinacea and all those types of things. Vitamin E, coconut oil. They look like the same. They have little droppers. The containers look the same. They're like a green. AM, AMQ is essentially like a mini slip and slide. Everything you just described. I have all my oils. AMQ just likes to slip and slide around her fucking condo. That I have all these oils for this and that. Like That sounds like whatever you got to do. Live your life. So I uh, I don't know how, how Becca would describe it, but I like. I just, I'm doing my pat-pat, you know, taking care of business. And I'm like, this feels so weird. It, it's like sticky and not. <laughs> and then I was like walking around. I was walking around and I was like, this doesn't feel, co-. it's supposed to bring comfort, right? The whole point of the jojoba oil is it's supposed to like 
Just make you soothe. more comfortable post-shave. Soothe. That's the word. It was like my legs, like my inner thighs were sticking. <laughs> oh, no. You know, and I was like, this is not right. So, what you know, it's like, you know, when you like lose something, you can't find it. Like you misplace it. You go back to the last place where you remember you have it. And so I went back to the spot, which is my bathroom, open up the drawer, look in the little container. And I'm like, I, you know, pick up the little dropper drop thing, realize that it's not jojoba oil. It is in fact castor oil. And the jojoba oil is on the other side of the drawer oh. because I have a problem with giving things homes. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, and I'm like burning at this point. Like this is not, so that was my I was like, we need to hop back in the shower and just undo what I just did. It was... Did it come off? Honestly, it's not fun. When you rinsed it off, did it work? Well, it's oil. So I was like sitting there. It was like rub-a-dub-dub, <laughs> all the scrub. <laughs> Wait, do you have one of those shower hoses that you can like take down? Oh, yeah. So you just like, it was power, like washed, power washed it. I was like, it, it was like aerobics. Yeah, it was like leg mm-hmm. up. You're like, oh, well, I'm still <laughs> a little sticky here. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no 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 no. You can't tell Andrew. Oh, I mean, I'd like to say he w- no, he would so not have been say. I'd like to say lesson learned. Yeah. But no, I'm st- I probably won't give things homes. I'm try- I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Working on it. Wow. I feel like I feel like all of a sudden I just got sticky hearing about your sticky. <laughs> so, there's that. <laughs> You know what? We're always highlighting the real here, you know? And yeah, I feel like these are things like, again, I haven't shaved in 10 years. So shaving was like a new experience for me in quarantine. It was like I was relearning to ride a bike, mm-hmm. except it was shaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this game that we speak, let's just keep it weird. We're going to keep this weirdness going <laughs> and we're going to keep it weird by bringing back Would You Rather because our OG Boo Crew's recommended or requested a would you rather round Mm -hmm. if you don't know and you're new around here would you rather has been my favorite game since maybe the eighth grade it never gets old i even do it as a greeting with my students now we do would you rather instead of saying hi to each other they have to answer would you rather in the morning oh yeah they even got actually really cute side note they even got um some of them got would you rather kids books for christmas because they love it so much it's fun (gasps) but we're gonna do an adult version of would you rather because i obviously don't do like the really weird ones with them yeah um, I think we have a few, though, and this is going to be super weird. Now, we don't know what each other's are, either, and it's going to be really funny if, like, some of them are the same. There's one that might be the same, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay, do you go first. I'm not going to start with a weird one. Okay. Would you rather be the first person to explore a planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease? Inventor. Like, like, I don't know, coronavirus? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would probably say inventor because I don't know what's on that planet. Mm. There could be some mean elf, or not elf, (laughs) alien. Like, (laughs) I'm not trying to meet any alien bitches, like, come around corner of, like, the crater of a a planet and be like, boom, and have her, and have, like, the alien just be a dick. So I'm going to say, I'm yet to meet a Marvin I like. (laughs) Marvin the Martian? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I'm going to say inventor. Is that what you pick? Yeah. Also because 
aliens took over our mic last mm, week, so yeah. we needed to we needed an homage to aliens on this episode. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it only makes sense. Okay, I won't start with a weird one then either. Would you rather have no friends or no internet? Oh, plot twi- but what if my friends are on the internet? That's what that's what the plot twist is. Oh no! So you oh, no, no no you can have your friends that you have from the internet. You just can't talk to them on the internet. You know. Okay, but th- no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. no. You, you can't just change This is it. not an okay question. No, this is not an okay question because That's I the point of the game. Only Okay, well, but I can only talk to my friends that are my internet friends on the internet because I am in lockdown. That's not true. But we, we have like phone numbers. You can FaceTime. That's internet. No. FaceTime is internet. No. What about texting? You can text with them. <sighs> what are we in? 2010? Come on. You want a T9? Yo, you're trying to T9 later? Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me while I hit this button six times so that I can get my winky face. (laughs) So cute. You trying to play snake? You trying to play snake real quick? Okay, so I don't think that this is a fair question to ask during a quarantine world. Okay, fine. I'll do a different one. Sensitive subject. I'll do a different one. Okay, then you have no choice but to make it weird. So here we are. (sighs) Would you rather let a crusty... (laughs) Okay, be serious. Be a professional. Would you rather let a crusty, I don't know why crusty had to be in here, but it is, crusty old man drink milk out of your belly button every day for a year, or you have to drink milk out of a crusty old man's belly button every day for a month? Okay. So (laughs) would I rather be the crusty old man who drinks milk out of his own belly button? No. What? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) No. You either have to let a crusty old man drink from your belly button every day for a year, or you have to drink out of a crusty old man's belly button every day for a month. I feel like I'm drinking some milk out of a crusty old man's belly button for a month. I'm not trying to deal with that stuff for a year. Yeah, I mean, it's very close to sensitive parts of my body if they're in that area. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... So I guess, I guess I'm sure you just, you just made it. I'm sure my belly button is very close to another part of my anatomy. That's true. We got like a hand, just like a hand maybe. Yeah. Yeah. With the thumb down, with the thumb down. Yeah. No, it's not a lot. It's not a lot of space. So I'm going to go with, oh, it's so gross, but I I guess I'm drinking a month, 30 days. You blink, you blink and 30 days is done. It's fine. I could do that. Yeah. Better than a year. Yeah. And this is not an invitation for any more sugar daddies to slide into the DM. Oh, so many. Even, even on the I Got You Boo Pod Instagram. Didn't take long. Didn't take long. <laughs> it really didn't. Okay, you're up. Ooh, okay. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard? Oh, that's one of mine. God damn it. Oh, really? That You suck. That was one of mine. Well, I'll give you my answer, too. It'll be the same. It's fine. Um, oh, God. I feel like I'd rather sing. No, no, dance, dance. I love it. I dance every day. I was like, you don't want to accidental twerk? You don't want to be, like, in the grocery store and be like, put my flips. No. <laughs> Think down, flip it, and reverse it. I always drop down and get my eagle on in any aisle at any given moment. So it's really just a continuation of the life I'm currently living. I love exactly. a good, like... Is it worth it? I'm going to work it. Yeah. I'll put my <laughs> Exactly. I have a visual of this. If this was like, if this really happened, if this would you rather came to life, I have a visual of Becca 
in like a tracksuit with her cart <laughs> in, in Target, just pulling, pushing a cart down an aisle. And her favorite song comes on and she just like, th- like pushes the car out of the way, you know, and it crashes into a shelf and all these things fall out, but it doesn't matter because she's twerking and it's like just her world. Everybody yeah. else is living in it. That's my visual. <laughs> Actually, it's not too, you're kind of spot on, you're kind of spot on. Um, okay. So wait, you shut, wait, one of them I got was booted from the game and the other one was the same. So... I, w- I would also just dance every time. Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody trying to listen to my singing voice. Like, I'm going to keep my day job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> would you rather... Here's another one. Hold on, wait. Wait, <laughs> this one. Would you rather empty a swimming pool using just a fork or get in a swimming pool for half an hour with a huge jellyfish? <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm not a very scientific person, but you're not emptying a swimming pool with a fork. Okay, then change it to spoon, a tablespoon. Uh, as someone who has been stung by jellyfish many times when I was working in the travel industry, I will sit there for as long as it takes to take that water out of that pool because I'm not. Okay, here's a question. I have a follow-up, a very obvious one. Did someone pee on you? Yeah. To get the sting off? It's also not <gasps> true. It's not true. That's that's an old wives' tale. Wait, you know there's okay. a million old wives' tales? There's a million old wives' tales, like, you know. Who peed on you? <sighs> Did you know the person that peed on you or did you pee on yourself? Yeah, which I honestly think it's worse when you know the person who pees on you. I'd rather a stranger. Yeah, that's a good point. Because then you always have that moment hanging out. Like, like my coworker was like, oh, help. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh. It was where, were you, where on your body did you get stung? <sighs> on, my, on my inner thigh. Like right, right, Shut right the at the top of my inner thigh. So it's someone like, peed on you up. in your. <laughs> I had to prop my leg up. It was like angled pee, like like a hose, like towards my inner thigh. It was the visuals that I'm getting for this are phenomenal, but I feel like at that point you, you should have just tried to pee on yourself. Yeah, you know you're right, but you know you know when something happens so slowly but so. Fa- but you don't think like that. You don't. Yeah, things are happening in slow motion but quickly. Right. So it's like uh-huh. I'm I'm in the ocean, then I'm out of the ocean. Also, you got to keep in mind, I worked in the travel industry and we were trained for this. Like so we were trained to deal with this with other people. So but then it happens to you. And you're, were you taught to pee on them? No, we're not. We were not taught to pee on them. We're not taught to pee on them. But what I'm saying is when it's happening to you, my coworker who was trained just like me and it wasn't involving peeing. It was like, it was an emergency response. It was like. Yeah, totally. Because you're taught your whole life. I don't know where you heard it, but we're we're taught that. It's a weird, like, one of those weird things that you think are true. And it doesn't work even a little bit? I honestly, it was just like, it's not like it burned or anything. Nothing changed, you know? It was just bright. It was like a bright purple color. And then I just went and got ointment. (gasps) it, It didn't burn or change the color or it didn't cool. It didn't soothe it. Like we're going back to that word. It didn't soothe it at all. It was just like, then it was that awkward moment. Guys, just imagine this. Okay. Imagine all this happens maybe within a less than five minute span. I'm in the ocean. I realize I've been stung. It's salty, right? Cause it's the ocean. So I got stung and then it was like an immediate sting and a and a, like an electric shock up your body. That's what it feels like. Just an electric shock. But like into your, into your. Yeah. Like it's like an, for me, because of where <laughs> I was stung, it was like an electric shock, but it went like up my body, down my body, up my body. So it's literally like my heart was going down to my feet and back up again, down to my feet and back up again, over and over again. 
And so I was kind of like in the water still being like, I think something happened. And then my coworker was like, oh my gosh. You didn't see it? No. Also, it was the middle of the day. Wow. It was the middle of the day. It wasn't like it was the nighttime. This game really took a turn into jellyfish land. Sorry, guys. Anyway, it was, imagine though, imagine that happening. You know, everybody reacts quickly, you know, emergency status, and then you're done. You're just, you're just on the beach there with your, with your leg on a log. And there you are, and spread there you eagle, are. getting peed on. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> how did I get here? How did I get here? How did I get here, and will I ever be able to recover? Wow. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, no, I have one up. more. No, no, one oh, more. This is fuck. too weird not to. This okay. is too weird not to do. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I might have to describe this one, so we'll see. Would you rather be a reverse centaur or <laughs> a reverse mermaid merman? Now, let me explain if you don't know what they look like. Do you know what that would look like? Let me explain for the audience, even if you yeah. have a visual. Okay, yeah. Explain for the audience. A reverse centaur would be your top is a horse. So you've got, you know, horse head, horse front, whatever those are, front legs, not your front hands or anything. They're not hands, they're legs. So you've got your, the front of your body is a horse and the, the bottom of your body is a human. So you got like human legs. Or do you want to be a reverse mer, mermaid, merman? So your, your face would be a fish and the rest of your body would be a human body. I think, I think I'm going with the reverse center, centaur. You don't want to have a fish face? No. Okay. No. I think. Yeah. The visual. What would yours do? What would you do? I would do the same thing. The visuals on this are hilarious. I might have to put this on our Instagram. I'm going to do it. Because the visual <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of how they describe it's it. It's being previewed to episode two. Yeah, it's just, it's. Previewed episode two. Hideous. <laughs> so good. Anyways, that wraps that up. Wow, we learned so much about each other. Yeah, we did. It's been a lot of lady bit talk, and I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it at all. Learned a lot about you, and now I know I'm probably, what I gather from this podcast episode so far is that I'm probably still going to want to pee on somebody <laughs> or get peed on if I get stung by a jellyfish, because I just want to see for myself. Okay. Like, I believe you, and I trust your, I trust that experience for you, and it sounds like something that was a lot, it was hard for you to deal with, but I'm still going to. I would have you still pee on me is my point. Okay, but would you pee? Do you want do you want to have someone pee on you or do you want to pee on somebody or you want both experiences? Probably. I would, I would either way. I'll take the experience either way. Interesting. We're, exper we're experiential people here in case you haven't noticed. Yeah, we'll try anything once. <laughs> oh no. Malin? <laughs> Malin, take that part out. Melon, in case you guys, you're going to hear us reference him a lot. He's our amazing and very patient producer. He's so great. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so what we're really here to talk oh, about, wow. my friends. Oh, how do we even? There's really no transition. So speaking of Centaur. <laughs> speaking of what you'd be attracted to in a Centaur, we're talking today about body beauty standards in life and how it's changed and what it looks like now and what and probably a little bit about what we hope for it to look like in the future mm -hmm. because it's been you had your Marilyn Monroe's you had your Twiggies if you don't know who Twiggy is she was the super I mean the name says it all yeah she was glamorized for being super tiny and being the size of a twig I'm using air quotes but you can't see me mm -hmm. and just what society has deemed to be beautiful and how it's changed and I also I feel like the big question that I ask myself is who chose that like was it just some guy sitting at a desk and being like I want her or him or this person to represent 
this line of clothing. And then by the masses, we just thought that we had to look like that. Like, is that, it's I mean, like, I don't know. It's like the, I always find it interesting when you, let's say you're at the grocery store and you see something on one of those how are tabloids still a thing? That's like a whole other topic. But like, how is that even, how are, stop buying those. Linda's, if you're one of them, stop. Because the only reason, it's like when a, it's like when a, when somebody hits on someone with a really bad pickup line and you're like, that had to work at some point or else you wouldn't be using it. So stop buying the tabloids. But when you walk by them and you're like, big statement is there, right? It's like, I don't know, insert massive claim about something health related by someone who has no, you know, credibility stating that. And and it's probably 100% Photoshop. Yeah. You're like, all I think is I look at it and I'll be like, um, compared to what? Like mm-hmm. what, what are we using as the median for that comparison? Because again, mm-hmm. it's going to change. It, you know what? It should be changed. And it is, it is. I'm proud to say that I've lived through, you know, nearing 35 years Mm -hmm. and I've seen it change, but you still have to wonder, right? Like what is that compared to what size is whatever that number is compared to what we always talk about how there's, when I say we always talk about, I mean, in general, as humans, we talk about how size is not the same here versus another store versus another store versus another store versus another store. And that's just weird to me, but it is kind of interesting that you don't know where that sense of normalcy came from, right? Like when the, when the switch was made mm-hmm. and when it started being more, it's, it even irks me a little bit to say, as a curvy woman, it irks me to say, it's nice to see that it's become more socially acceptable to be curvy because that's bullshit. Like it shouldn't be one, one way that a body looks shouldn't be more acceptable than the other. It just drives me nuts that I have to be saying something like that because it's ridiculous and we shouldn't have to say those things. But somebody wrote or was interviewed in a very, very amazing article that Becca is going to reference that covers this topic. Yes, I am Lizzo's biggest fan. If I could hang out, if I could like go and besides Beyonce, Lizzo, (laughs) I live for Lizzo. And I say that because I truly think that I do a lot of like flushing the feed And if there's accounts and things that make me feel like I'm comparing or make me feel like I need to be smaller in order to Mm -hmm. fill in the blank, Mm -hmm. I'll just mute. And so in doing that, Lizzo has come up on my feed a lot. And I just feel like she words it perfectly (laughs) every time. Yeah. And she was in a Vogue article, which um, before I even get into that, let's just have the mindset of this, that the average, this is according to um, birdiewellness.com. It's like a health blog, mm-hmm. um, the average woman's size in North America is a size 14. So a ma- like a majority, if we're just going to put a number out there, is a size 14. Yep. I'm going to let that sink in for a motherfucking second. Because how many women in the masses are striving to be a smaller number mm-hmm. just because? Because as society in a Photoshopped world, we think that we need to compare ourselves to that. When really, again... To what? Mm -hmm. To what? Lizzo was in Vogue, as she should be. Mm -hmm. And she was quoting a lot. And I I told AMQ this before that when I read it at first, I was a little bit disappointed (laughs) and upset by it until I I further read. So point of story, she says in this um, 
article that I think it's lazy for me to say that I'm just body positive at this point. It's easy to be fat and be body positive because that's something easy that people just throw out there. And it's been thrown around. I use it all the time. And she's saying that body positivity is, we're getting to the point now where that's lazy to say. And at first I was like, oh, dagger to my heart. Cause it took me, so, I feel so much work to be able to be body positive in my body mm-hmm. and be positive about my body. It, it just irked me. But she goes on to explain it in the best way as again, she does. It's a term that's been created for women that are not benefiting from it because things like social media have just flooded with sizes and shapes that don't fit into that body positive because they're not they're not the typical who what you're trying to normalize. So instead of body positive, she refers to it as body normative. Like we need to be normalizing these bodies of all shapes and sizes. It shouldn't be that you need to be body positive because you're a bigger person Mm. or you're living in a bigger body. Mm -hmm. You should be positive no matter what size body you're in. And that should be normalized and talked about when we instead of just glorified. And I feel like it's tough because we are still in that society where we need that. And I think that it's, like you said, it's slowly unraveling. But when she speaks on it, not necessarily that like it should be glorified because I'm loving my body that I'm in. It should be now it's it needs to be normalized more Mm -hmm. and not just glorified. And that made more sense. And I was like, oh, that's so true. I'm probably still going to use it because I really like it. (laughs) But it does make it makes way more sense. It's been around for years. Yeah. And it really has. Well, definitely in a future episode, because Becca and I were talking about just planning out future episodes. And, you know, some of the stuff that we're going to talk about is going to hit pretty hard um, when we hope it does, but there are a lot of a lot of branches to body positivity and where it even came from, you know, where that movement even started. And we are here to educate, entertain, entertain, <laughs> entertain, what? Entertain. Entertain. She's also Southern. <laughs> <laughs> educate, entertain, <laughs> and empower. So we want to be doing that, right? That's what we want to be doing in this whole pod. That goes to say, the whole, so I went away from the microphone a bit there. Um, the whole, the whole. Well, then you went, then you went really close. <laughs> the whole normalizing things is, it has been really interesting for me. And I know I've mentioned this before, but it is, it will be mentioned always is I have always had a badunk dunk. I've always had a booty. Um, and it was very noticeable always cause I'm small and it's big. That's it. It's so interesting because growing up, I hated that about myself because it was the first, going back to last episode, you'll understand if you listen to the last episode, but I hated it because it made me feel like that was the only thing people noticed about me. And when storyboarding and and basically brainstorming for this episode, I actually remembered um, some of the moments, like, for example, when I was a a total bar star, you know, and I was hitting the club Friday and Saturday night, and I have very vivid memories of being hit on by humans and them coming up to me. And, you know, the first thing they say is something about my butt. And I'm sassy, in case nobody has noticed. And somebody would say to me, you know, you have a really nice butt. Has anyone ever told you you have a really nice butt? And I'd always respond with something like, I've got a really great personality too, you know? Like, always. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> I... Bruno, Bruno needed to run through the house. Um, and I and I remember, you know, feeling like, oh, it's so gross that, you know, other that's all people see. Why, why, you know, why is this so focused? It's such a hyper focus. So now it's a really nice 
thing to embrace the fact that I have that, you know, that part of my body is who I am. But it still sucks that there is that world where there's that part of my brain where it goes back to, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm embracing it now, but it, how much work it took, you know? And it really did take, I'll be honest, the only reason I'm okay with it now is because, as ridiculous as it sounds, is that it became more normalized. And now I'm on the flip side of things where people message me and they're like, your goals, your booty is goals. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, again, it never really ends. And we just need to work on, I think as a society, we say it in our intro, it is part of our mission statement. We really want for every human to love themselves in every size, shape, and season, whatever that looks like. And it's supposed to fluctuate. So I'm going to speak since Bruno seems to be having a panic attack. No, he's good now. <laughs> AMQ will continue talking. Um, Bruno is uh, Becca's dog, in case anyone's wondering. So Mel Wells, if you guys don't know who Mel Wells is, you should. Look her up. I am Mel Wells on Instagram. But her book, The Goddess Revolution, is quite literally, this is a very large statement, but it is quite literally the book that brought me out of my eating disorder the very first time around. It just slapped me in the face with honesty. And you know, when you just read something, you hear something in the exact moment you need to, that's what this book was for me. Um, And she said something, one of her chapters is called Your Dream Body. And I'm just going to read it real quick because it's exactly what we're trying to hit on. Um, Your dream body. When I say your dream body, what initially comes up for you? Maybe you think your dream body is the one belonging to that model you follow on Instagram with the crazy tight abs and the perfect butt. Maybe you think it's the body of a celebrity or the body you had when you were 20. Well, if you're chasing any of the above as your dream body, and especially if you're chasing it with the thoughts of hate and punishment towards your own body, I can quite confidently say that you are never going to be satisfied and you are never going to be happy. Your dream body still has to be your body. To have the body you love, you must start by loving the body you have. And that's, that's our mission statement, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's exactly what we're trying to yeah. encourage, right? And it, it is, I, I feel like I talk about this forever, about the fact that... I mean, I really, I have like stories for days yeah. on this because it's t- like... I, I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram the other day too, is that like, it's taken me a solid five years mm. to even just be okay. And I feel like be okay, meaning there's going to be bad body image days. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> when we say body positive and we say body love, it's not without, it's not with the absence of days that you really struggle with what mm-hmm. you see in the mirror. And it's just a matter of how you kind of bounce back from those narratives there's still times that I'll like compare like, oh, I just want to, I need to restrict here so I can get here physically. And then you got to like, just check yourself because your brain, the comfort zone of your brain is to go there. You have comfort zones in your actions and you have comfort zones in your brain and your brain will by habit, Mm -hmm. circling back to that habit talk, by habit, you've practiced it so much that that's just scientifically what your brain is going to do. So to catch that and to recreate that reality for yourself, that normalizes everybody is a normal body. And we say that a lot too. And circling back to what Lizzo was saying, I think that she's, she words it better in her article, go check it out. That like, we've gotten so comfortable saying body positive that we need yeah. to get uncomfortable again. Yeah. In order for it to be a normalized thing, 
the only way to have growth is if you're uncomfortable. So if you're feeling like you're comfortable talking about it, get uncomfortable. And here we are with a podcast. Get it. Like, I think that's a level of <laughs> discomfort yeah. that we're that we're all new to. Screaming our truths to the world on our social media is different than putting it out on a podcast platform. True. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine being like a girl in middle school and having Lizzo on the cover and having all different shapes and sizes in the stores. Like, and there's all of these companies. Imagine if we grew up like that. Imagine mm-hmm. if think about how we grew up and what we saw without even knowing subconsciously, right? You're going grocery shopping. Like I can think of being, you know, in a Costco with my mom and like passing through and checking out and having all the, you know, the articles there. Mm-hmm. And it's, we, we live in a different world now. And I'm, that makes me excited to bring mm-hmm. small humans into the world. It's one of the things that makes me excited about it because <laughs> I do think that we're finally able to break past those barriers of the ridiculous. Honestly, it's like, Fuck beauty standards, right? Like, really, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's like, again, beauty standards oh, compared to what? <laughs> Wait, who's who mm-hmm. set the standard? I please somebody tell me. Is it some magazine owner? Is it I don't know a, des- a fashion designer somewhere in Europe? I don't know who sets that standard. I think that circles back to the diet industry. Yeah, everything that. That became so huge. And now finding a balance between that is very difficult. Mm -hmm. And given the right resources, you can do that. But I cannot even tell you how many times, again, representation, just like I said in the beginning of the episode, seeing those, the little girls in my class, see represented in a high office, it's the same thing. Representation matters in all areas, LGBTQ plus, sizing, everything. When I, if I was a, if I was a middle schooler and I was in a dressing room and there was a flyer of a girl that kind of looked like me and my size, that would have made so much difference for my confidence growing up because you don't even realize that like what you're, what you're visualizing and just walking through a store is what you interpret and is like then that comparison game. But if you see somebody from all different shapes, sizes, and colors represented on the biggest of billboards, yep. then it becomes normalized more. And that's kind of where I feel like we de- we need to level up as a society because otherwise we're just going to be on this hamster wheel of comparing and never being happy. And like you said, in, in the um, goddess revolution, right? Is that the title? Yeah. Yeah. Your body is the beautiful goals that you should be achieving. And that's a huge thing to accomplish. Like that's some, that's a big statement and it's a very intimidating statement. So that's why we talk about taking those baby steps, like showing gratitude or speaking kindly. Those little stepping stones eventually change your life. Yep. And not your body when you were in your, tw- like for me, it's not like, you know how sometimes you look at your, you know, your pictures of yourself and you're like, oh, I want to wear those jeans again. It took so long for me not to think that way. It took so long for me not to keep that pair of jeans rolled up underneath my bed in a box collecting dust so that I could wear it one day again. It's like, for what do you mean? You know, it's, it's crazy that we even think that way, but I'm not, me 10 years ago is not my body goals. Me right now is my body goals. Me when I'm carrying a child will be my body goals. Me after I've carried the child will be my body goals. Me when I'm 50 and still active AF. Yeah. It'll take work just like everything else. It's not about any type of bounce back of whatever not. No. And just like how much time we wasted, like you said, looking back at pictures and saying that you want to look like that now. But like when you were in that picture, 
I know, I don't want to speak for you, but speaking for, I thought I needed to be smaller in that picture. Yep. And how much time of your life did you waste worrying about your size? Truly, how much time, when you go through your day, how I looked consumed so much of my time. And now I just find myself at peace in so many other areas because you put in the work to, although I'm in a bigger body now, I'm way healthier and living a way happier life than I was at my smallest. Because even at my smallest, I still thought I needed to be smaller. And you're making yourself smaller in in other areas of your life. You're making yourself smaller in your spirit, in your happiness, in your soul, and how you're living your life when you just think you need to be physically smaller. And I just love that our society is kind of making a shift. And I think conversations like this are important, too, to be putting out there so that other people know that, like, when you're scrolling, you don't have to look at that model who's probably Photoshopped and who probably is enhanced in areas that, like, you know, through the power of editing to make someone who someone behind a desk thinks they need to look like. And that's just not the way to live your life. No, I'm rounding out this conversation with another quote from Mel Wells because she's just the best. She's the best. Hit us with it. Last thing we'll say on this topic for meow. That's her version of for now, by the way. (laughs) Is Mel Wells says it best. Life is short. Don't miss out on 95% of your life just to weigh 5% less. Mic drop. Insert mic drop here. So true. It's so true. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in, fam. So in case you need to hear it today, you a badass bitch. (laughs) Yep, you are. And your body is a beautiful body because it carries you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's all you got to say to yourself every day. This body is a beautiful body because it carries me. Because it got me here today. Two feet and a heartbeat. Two feet and a heartbeat. (laughs) Here I am. True. (laughs) It's about that time, I guess, right? It is. Hit, hit the people with it. All right. So like we say at the end of every episode, life is tough, but so are you. And if you need help navigating it, I got you, boo. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. Bye.